Hello? <laughs> Sanjay? Oh, it's, it's a video call? Yo! You know, I have the privacy tape on. Aha! I was like, are you trying to do some kind of cinematic experience for me? Like, what? Privacy what? while I'm naked in my room. Hello. Hi. What's up? Oh my god, I just remembered it's it's recording already. So that was our greeting to each other. No, you can't do that. (laughs) Shall we try it again? (laughs) (laughs) This is the first episode of our new rebooted podcast format. So I am still your host, Emma. Um, I was studying in Uppsala last year, my master's in literature. And then I thought the program wasn't really for me. So I applied late application to do my master's in performance studies at Stockholm University, which is where I am now. Very, very happily, very content with my new course. But now we have a new co-host for the Study in Sweden podcast, and it's our very own Sanjay down in Malmö. Sanjay, hello! Hi, I'm Sanjay down in Malmö. How are you? <laughs> so, so robotic. <laughs> So, I'm Sanjay. I am a Jamaican who studies at Malmo University in Malmo, in Sweden. Right? I love music. I love having fun. I am addicted to smiling. <laughs> you probably can hear my smile through we this. <laughs> and I love food. Hopefully in some of these neighborhoods I can get to eat some. You know, oh, local- definitely. That would be great for you to like record like some... Yeah. That'd be great. Hear me going, nom, nom, nom. Yeah, that's fine. But what else about me? I love to dance and I love to sing. I like to act too. Haven't done that in a while. I think I still can. Yes. Uh, what else? I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And you and I have worked together for a year. A year We've now. worked together for a fantastic year. A blissful year. It's actually, yeah, almost a year now. It's a year, yeah. How's your weekend been? I don't know. It went by so fast. I have... You should see my desk. It's oh, so hard. Just imagine lots of paper. Yeah. I have one class a month, so that's good. One class a month? I mean, one course a month. Oh, right. I thought you meant... I meant, like, like hours content. Yeah, that was like, whoa. And so in this case, it's nice to focus on just one thing yeah and then next month i change my focus it's a lot of readings but it's fun i like it yeah do you so for your paper are you like focusing on one thing that you want to talk about or are you doing like a set of questions that you have to answer uh, it's whatever i want to talk about Not, what are you going to talk about <laughs> thanks for asking me <laughs> i need to know that back tomorrow because I, I have to submit the first draft tomorrow yeah. how about you how's your new life Oh, my new life. I love my new life. It's so really? good. Yeah, it's so, like, my course is really, really great. Um, yeah. yeah, it's one a month. And it, we have six hours a week. And my group are just such legends. Like, there's six of us doing the program. And then it's, like, a mixture. Six of, like, doing the whole program. Yeah, six doing the program. And then, which is double last year's intake, which was three. Whoa, it's a is new, this a new program? It's a new program, yeah. This oh, is okay, new okay. Um, and then the rest of them are like mar- um, exchange students and stuff. And it's super nice. I can't remember. I feel like I'm having deja vu. I feel like I t- may have told you this before. 
Sorry if it's repetition. But it's really good. And, like, yeah, I think I may have told you, but, like, the professor is so nice. He was like, I want you to know you all have your own voice. And, like, you don't go into a seminar with the aim of making technical Oh, no, you told me Instagram Live that technically you didn't tell me. Yes. (laughs) This time I'm telling you. I'm jealous that you're all in the theater. I've been, like, on a theater hiatus for a while. You should come back. But you know what? I'm still looking for one male role in my play that I'm doing this semester. Who knows, Sanjay? <laughs> you can have me for like a, a nice, like short monologue. Or you can have me in the intermission if there is one. <laughs> There's an intermission. You could be a... Intermission monologue. This is going to be an awesome podcast. I'm really excited. It's a very nice idea. And I have a lot of people I can talk to. Ooh. Yeah. What? So- we're, gonna, we're also going to see a lot of places, new places. We are. I hope we can get a big reach across up north and down south and east and west and the middle. It's going to be so amazing that they're going to be requesting us like in different neighborhoods. That's how Yeah. Good they're going to be like, come to our town halls and talk. And we give you fika. <laughs> yes, imagine. But where are you looking forward to covering, Sanjay? Where? What, yeah. yeah. What neighborhoods? And this are is you? what I. This is what I, I like with with us, right? You already have neighborhoods in your head. Now I'm blank. <laughs> I'm total <laughs> blank. I have. I don't know. Okay. Which I mean, it's a whole thrill of it. For me, I I just like to end up somewhere and then figuring things out. Yeah. No, that's. And nice. then I'm like, ooh, that's nice. It's kind of how I came here too. Oh wait, tell us that story. I didn't have much expectations when I arrived. I just knew that the program would be good, and it's in Sweden. But as for like in depth, like oh my god, Sweden's so great at this. I didn't want to know until I came here and saw it for myself. Good. I, I wanted a first-hand experience. That's good. Yeah, that's how I am. Yeah, very natural. Oh, natural. Like this episode that. I'm just putting together now was about Sodermalm in Stockholm. So the island of Sodermalm, but like more specifically, it was three neighborhoods of Sofia, Hornstuhl, and Maria Torget. Um, and that was really nice to get to know just like, you know, street by street, like things that, you know, resonate for people who I spoke to two Swedes and one French exchange student. One of the Swedes was from Uppsala and then she moved to Hornstuhl because she always like loved the look of the neighborhood and then my friend Myat who is from Stockholm and then bought an apartment in Stockholm just I don't know just wherever the story goes I guess wherever the people are who like feel really passionately about their neighborhood people always say about like neighborhoods now like it's really hard to find a sense of community because people are so invested in online communities and stuff and it's quite a negative portrayal of that but like people just make communities but in different ways and you can still make intimate communities around you but just in maybe different ways to how it used to be you go to your boxing club or you go to your like zumba class or you go to your board game cafe or whatever you know there's different ways of building community and that's what i'm really interested for this podcast in what we will find out up and down across sweden how different towns different like you know how different places are connected what different climates places have affect like neighborhoods and the communities that they have and they build um and what kind of activities are like popular in different places and the stories that come out of there why people end up staying 
should be really, really interesting, like way up north where they have extreme daylight and extreme darkness. Right. I hope that we can. I mean, I've always been interested in like, how do you do it? Right. Especially the the daylight one. Right. Because I I hate to sleep in the daytime. (laughs) Right. I wake up and I think it's a new week. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so... But what is your favorite? I know that maybe I'm not, I shouldn't ask you where exactly like you want to do it or whatever, just like let the stories find it. But what's your personal favorite neighborhood that you've been to in Sweden? Is it your own neighborhood? Is it one in Malmö? Is it one in Skåne? I love Istad. Istad? It's down, it's more southern. Yeah. It is just so beautiful. What do you like about it? Like, how is it beautiful? The streets. Very tiny streets, and you know, typical Swedish street. But the streets in East that just have a totally different feel. Uh huh. And it's coastal too. Right. So when the sunset hits the streets too, oh my god, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. When uh, when we had uh, a Skåne summer card, we could go down there regular. I was there. You mean like a travel card? Yeah, yeah. They they had a summer promotion where you pay like six hundred kronas. Yeah. You can travel for, was it two and a half months? Something like that. Whoa. Yeah. That's so good. Awesome. All of the country. So (laughs) that is very good. So I was down there a lot. That's so nice. (laughs) Just being there. It's it's a very nice place. So that's probably the first place I'm going to go. Yeah. And you, I mean, you were here for like the, pretty much the whole summer, right? So I'm sure that you got to know lots of little neighborhoods and areas near and far. Yeah. Which will be exciting to see which ones you end up navigating towards in the future when you take over for next month and the f- coming months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, proceed. And that was a British accent, actually. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, Gavna. 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 All right, all right. I'll, tr- I'll work on it. is Antoine Irel. Uh, I'm coming from France, actually. I've, I'm, I was born in like Brittany, Western France, uh, Rennes, for me, to be more precise. But it has been like 13 years now that I'm living in Paris, so I call myself as a Parisian, like most of the time. And I'm here to study uh, performances, actually, in the University of Stockholm. Um, when did you get here? In like three weeks from now, actually, actually, like me, oh no, almost a month. Actually, I arrived like uh, August twenty seventh, so almost a month. And how are you liking it so far here in Sweden? So far, I really like it. Uh, I think like people like because I'm coming from Paris, which like every people I'm very Parisian are not really like polite and, and nice so I really appreciate that everybody is here in smiley smiling you know and like serving you helping you a lot and it's very very nice uh, so far I like it I'm just quite a little obsessed by the winter uh, to be honest like uh, how it will look like if I will survive to the uh, cold and the, and the darkness everywhere but so far no, I really like I really like it I, I, I'm just a little bit frustrated because I think I don't have the like I didn't have the time to really enjoy it now and like discovering it because the university started like really soon after I arrived so but I managed to find a way to have a daily life a routine in in the city and I really really like also having a routine in a new city 
yeah, so so far, yeah, I really like it. Um, so this podcast is about people's favorite neighborhoods. So you have selected the neighborhood that we're in right now. If you'd like to tell us what it is and so far what you've learned about it. Well, I didn't learn a lot about this neighborhood. I just like when I had like a walk because each time I'm like discovering a city, I'm first like without a guide, just like walking through the city to just understand how it, I, I don't know how it built and like how you can move inside the city. And, and it was like really, really interesting because in, in I was like, I felt a little bit op- oppressed in Stockholm first because I think like because of the shape of it, like the city decides for yourself for your for your moves and your and your and your path and like the your trajectories actually. You know, you cannot choose if you want to do if you want to go to another neighborhood. You just like you have to to follow the the metro station. Um, the metro station. You cannot like as in Paris like. There's no many ways to go through uh, to a place. Actually, you have to follow like Susan and Cisantrain because of the archipel, you know, and the, all the islands. And then, so I, I was like walking and like feel like, okay, I think I have to go there because I have no options. So I have to, and I kept following and I went into this neighborhood. and I was like, wow, I really like it. It's like spacious, it's calm, and it was like at the end of August, so it was like still really uh, summery, you know, with like the all the little benches. They are not benches anymore, but like there's like little bench on the road. You know, you can sit down and like enjoy the sun, which is like really nice. And I was like, okay, I really like it. And I think it's kind of also a way, it's not completely the gay neighborhood because in Stockholm, there's no gay neighborhood, which is like really nice. But I felt, I, I sense that it was like kind of something like I could, um, uh, I could rely to my to my to my to my life and to my neighborhood in Paris. You know, like the um, kind of um, in a way hipster, in a way, you know, uh, about it. So I felt like really, oh, I really like this neighborhood. And also because I discovered the uh, the, the the park and the big statue of Thor, of Thor, I was like, oh, that's very nice. So anyway, you know, it's just like it's the first neighborhood that I visit, and also the first one that I felt uh, in a way at home. You know. What is the name of this neighborhood? The subway station is Maria Torriet. Well, but I don't know if Maria Torriet, Maria Torriet is the name of the neighborhood. Oh, uh, maybe. We'll, we'll treat it as that, because if, if the the station is there, we'll just say that. That's Maria this Torriet. is, we are in Maria Torriet. Yeah, because actually, sorry, just actually, just like, I just know this street, actually. <laughs> just this street and the park, and like, I had like a walk around, but I mean, it's this street that I felt at home, you know? So the old neighborhood on itself, I don't actually know where. So where are we now, Antoine? We are in Johan Ognistrum Nystrum. It's like a coffee in Maria Torriet, uh, which I really like in a way. It's kind of, it's a, it's a brand, you know, brand there, yeah? There's several inside. Like a chain? Chain, yeah, chain. And no, it's a nice place that actually I'm trying, I work sometimes in it, or I just have a coffee, grab something, you know? Uh, and it was kind of my first coffee I had in Stockholm in this place so it, this is why this uh, Maria Torriet is like very nice to me and like relevant I realized in here that okay I will be li- I will live for a year in here you know it's gonna be my city for a year and I will have a routine and I will have some um, I don't know a life in this in this city and uh, yeah i realized that in this cafe and in this in the park over there very n- nice but very small park and with a very big uh, fountain and a statue of thor i guess it was like quite impressive and beautiful so i was like oh yeah and i had a cigarette on the bench of, of the park and I was just like okay i really love it i will take a picture of this statue and it's gonna be like one of my first pictures i'm doing like uh in this city and in a place that okay I will live in this city. So anyway, and then I went to this cafe and realized like, okay, it's going to be my city. 
I remember last time when we were sat there, we were talked about how many um, parents there were with children and with prams. And we were saying what was so nice about that park was, you know, it's kind of like a square and there is like a road that like is on the perimeter of it. But there were more prams and people than there were active cars, which was really nice. And it makes it just feel like the city as like a space really to wander in, even if you are kind of somewhat dictated by the water and the metro stops. But there are parts of the city which are very like people friendly. Um, and also this thing of Sweden being very environmentally conscious, like it feels like that area being less accessible for cars is quite nice. And you can just be there breathing the fresh air. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This park is this old neighborhood actually is very residential and very not dense, you know, very spacious. So you you can breathe, you can just walk. There's not too, too many people. It's not crowded, and and it's very nice. And um, and actually in the park you can sense that all this all the families and and not only families actually, but just people, you know, like living in this neighborhood. It's very lively, but um, not 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 in a, in a in a crowded way or in. A, too much way, I don't know exactly, but anyway, you see the point. Um, yeah, in this park, it was really nice how I felt for the first time as well, like I saw some couples and how the gender equality in here is better than in France, mostly because I know friends most of the time. Um, and I'm not saying that that's perfect and I'm sure there's like a lot of stuff to do yet and like I'm not talking like uh, of something really, uh, I'm, not, I'm not taking it uh, for granted but the thing that you can sense, the, I saw a lot of, of fathers with like, um, how do you call that? The, a buggy or a pram? Prams, yeah right, prams or uh, uh, and like doing that like and, and, and feel that actually it's not, they, they don't do that um, exceptionally, you know, they don't do that to help everyone. No, just, they just don't do that because they're parents. And I felt like kind of, of a routine for them. And it was like, oh, wow, that exists. And um, uh, um, yeah, I felt more equality in here. Uh, I also had this feeling when I was in a, pro when I went in a, um, a Nazi protest. I mean, I'm not <laughs> against the Nazi. Like against them. Yes, <laughs> very strongly <laughs> against them. <laughs> to be sure, and and actually, in the, and and the police, uh, the the police actually just uh, covered the place to 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 avoid any damages or anything. And there's like half policeman, half policewoman in it, and. You don't see that in France. I mean, it's like quite particular to to see like a police woman. I mean, there is obviously, but not as much. And I was like, wow, that's almost equal on equal. And I felt like, okay, that's they reached like a equality of gender equality, like better than us. But maybe there's a lot of other field and hidden field that I don't know. But so far, just what I got, just like okay, in a way, it's true. I can feel it now. And it's also going to the point of parents and fathers with prams as well as mothers with prams. It like feeds into, I guess, the maternity and paternity leave being, it can be split down the middle and you've got like something like 475 days or something between the two of you, which is fantastic. Because obviously if, you know, different parents are taking time off at different times, it means they'll be out in the daytime and it makes the neighborhood feel very like family accessible exactly. which is very nice um, so you told me that you haven't explored too much of this neighbourhood yet no. what are you looking forward to doing in this neighbourhood slash in other neighbourhoods that you like in Stockholm I do love like like starting a routine like going into a bar I like or a coffee I like or like in shops I like or doing my way on my journey or look even uh, or walking I like you know so I don't know I'm just like it's several times that it has been several times that now I'm like doing I'm 
I don't know, go to this neighborhood in Maria Torriet. Um, I know there's a pub I like. I know there's like something. So I, I kind of having my 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 way of how I live it, and this is really how I like it. Um, I, I don't know, still discovering. I mean, we we have we have a lot of works with university, which doesn't allow me the time to really like enjoy the city as much as I would like. But um, but yeah, maybe like to discover like some museum, but for the winter when I <laughs> couldn't be uh, out, so I will go to museums. I don't know for in Stockholm. Um, I went to Uppsala last Saturday and it was really nice also to, 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 to go out of Stockholm, you know, for a while and just discovering something new and different, uh, even if it's not really far on the, um, but um, I don't know, I'm not looking for, I'm, I'm looking for, I, I am looking for um, mostly not tourism as, uh, anymore, but uh, th- something like to have my life in here, like. Build your com- like your community here. It's not that you want to do like every, like tick off everything. No, and, like no, I know Stockholm no. completely, like it's no, it's just about knowing the little place that you do have and making your mark. Experience the city as a Swedish person, actually. Now, I mean, Obviously, I'm still French, and I'm not. I'm, I don't want to be Swedish, but I mean, not yet. I don't know, but just like experience the city as a, as a Stockholmer will do, and have his habits and like his way of moving, and how it can affect my 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 way of move, my thinking, my 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 interest. You know. So my name is Marit Mitreger. I live uh, on Bondegatan, so pretty, but pretty far down Bondegatan. Uh, which is on Södermalm. Yes, which is on Södermalm. So the area is called Sofia, like the name, Sofia. Um, where did you study? I studied at Uppsala University and I lived there for a total of six years. And when did you move to Stockholm? Um, well, I moved back to Stockholm, so I'm from Stockholm originally, but not, uh, I'm from the suburbs, but uh, I moved back to uh, 2015. And when did you buy your place on Bondegatan? The 23rd of December, uh, no, it was the 28th, sorry, I was looking at 23rd, 28th of December 2016. Um, so we're in Sofia now, your neighbourhood, and you're going to show us some of your favourite places. So where are we outside right now, Mara? Uh, now we're outside um, the boxing gym for um, IF Linnea, so the club is called uh, IF Linnea, Linnea in Sofia. So it's a really um, it's a really old boxing club. I think it's one of Sweden's oldest, and they have the most um, Swedish champions there. And it's it's a really fun place to work out because everyone is pretty. It's it's not this kind of gym fancy gym boxing. It's really uh, grimy, average t- Joes. Yes, average Joes, and it's it's fun. It's really not pretentious, and the trainers are really nice. And what is it looking like for like a membership? Because you have like a plan, don't you, where you can do so many sessions or something? I have. So they have a plan. So it's different. Uh, it costs um, the cost is different uh, if you are a student or if you're working or if you don't have a job, for example. So I pay two thousand kroners for a uh, semester, and that includes I think it's three times. We can go to I think every every session but the beginners are three times a week so that's pretty nice and then I think it's half of that if you're uh, if you're unemployed for example so you can bring a friend along because I came with you or at least for one session to trial it so yeah you have a one trial session 
And I went and we boxed and it was fantastic. Like I'd done boxer size before, but this was like proper. We put on yeah. smelly headgear and like the gloves and we got in the ring and you have to really, tried it. Yeah, you have to really um, stop thinking if that you're bad or you don't know or anything because the the, the instructors are just going to go and you just need to follow. Yeah, and it's in Swedish, but like that's a. It's, I I find like going to gym sessions and like particularly group exercises is a really good way to test your Swedish and to train your Swedish. So I was trying to listen along because obviously I'm still at the point where I'm translating most words immediately like doing back and forth in my head but then I was struggling and one of the guys who works here came over and helped me and um, was speaking Swedish and then I was like sorry I don't speak that good Swedish and then he translated well he like no, started speaking English so nice? like he, was he was so nice like it made it feel like a very inclusive mm-hmm. place very much yeah I think it's very inclusive and then also on this road so next to the boxing place or a couple of stores down there's a tattoo shop and then a ramen place the ramen place is really good what's it called Ay ramen it's got really nice seating outside and upstairs in like a really cute like mezzanine way from what I can see from the window. So now we're at the Eshtagatan. So it's the street there. We have uh, Bar Fully, which is a really nice wine bar. Fancy, but nice. Yeah. So if you're having a special celebration, maybe you could come here. Um, but yeah, it's like just gone 6pm and like the street lamp's on in the middle of the road. And it's super like cute. It's starting to get cold. Yeah, it is starting to get cold and it isn't sunny anymore. It's really cold. Yeah. It's it's sweet. Um, so, Marit, where are we going to walk to now? Uh, so now we're going to walk down Klippegatan uh, to go to Nytorget. Where what, what is Nytorget? Nytorget is a square where there is a bunch of good restaurants and bars. So if you see, uh, if you read a travel magazine about Stockholm, they're probably going to write that Nytorget is where you want to eat and drink. It's, it's really nice. But we're going to go to one of your favorite cafes, right? Cafe, all right. I haven't been there, but I've heard a lot about it. It's really nice. Like The food is nice. It's a little expensive, I think. Um, but it's a nice place to stay. Uh, the staff is super nice. Um, I like it a lot. Um, so we're just going to go up Bondegatan. We're also going to pass by a gallery. What's the gallery name again? Gallery Steinsland Berliner. Yeah. And I went to um, an exhibit there for, what's her name? Astrid Bistrom? Alvida Bistrom. Alvida Bistrom. She had her first show cherry picking there. And that was really fun. It's just like this one big room. Um, but really lovely. It's free. Sign up to the mailing list. They keep you up to date with things. Um, so but that was really nice. She's really cool. Um, uh, she's, I think, she's a former model, a model it girl, Stockholm it girl type, and she does this art with a lot of. It's got really a lot of sexual references, but it's not shallow. I think it's really. She says a lot of deep things about our society. Yeah, and salient really, points about gender. Yeah, and especially gender, but she does it in a really approachable way. Um, so, like more broadly, Mara, what's your one? What are your favourite things about your neighbourhood? Like broadly speaking, the feeling so, of it. Where I live is pretty far down, and so the area is called Sofa, so it's south of Folkungsgatan. Folkungsgatan is a big street that runs in the middle of Södermalm, and it's a very hip neighbourhood. Uh, but where I live, further down, it's pretty quiet. And there's also a lot of. Um, uh, what do you call it? Rental? Rent, rent, yeah, apartments for rent. Yeah. So they're not. Um, uh, so I own my apartment, but a lot of apartments that people rent, and they are that makes it a little bit more mixed, the community. Um, and it's just there's a nice where I live. There's a nice big school, 
So you always have kids running around and they have a football field. So I woke up in the morning and I usually hear someone with the sound of someone scoring a goal, which is <laughs> pretty nice. And they're doing a lot of building around your area, aren't they? So they are completely demolishing, you know, bus garage that's there. They're going to build 800 new apartments. That's good. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, at least half of them are uh, rentals. Look, don't say rentals. What's it called? Like, I don't... I would just say full rent. I don't yeah, know what... Rent, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what have been some of your... Because now we're entering night time. What have been some of your favourite nights you've had in this area of town? Usually... Uh, there's a lot of good bars around here, and there's also there's an only nice bar, <laughs> nice bars like Folie over there, or Ayramen, um, or you have Cafe Nizza, pretty close here too that are like are more fancy. Uh, you also have these kind of dive bars, like yeah, a little further up is Carmen, and you have although all the bars on Folkungagatan, which are pubs, which are really cheap beer. So I've had a lot of like fun just drinking beer after beer <laughs> talking a lot I don't know <laughs> um, so now we're walking a little bit more we're on Skornegarten still yeah um, and so we're about to come to an area with like a preschool and then next to it there's a um, allotment uh, yeah allotment and then um, just across here there's the big um, primary school yeah the folk school there. Folk yeah school. primary school elementary school ages 7 to 14 I think that's really nice because like something that I really noticed when I moved here was I was it was when I was staying at yours right and I was going for a run and um, I was running around here and I like ran I thought I'd ran into the school because like the kids were like running ac- across the street and stuff and I was like oh no and I just realised it wasn't like barricaded like the fact that their yeah. their basketball court is like open like right next to the road and all the kids like on their, so their break time it. and it's just really nice because the way that the school is structured it's like yeah there is like a fence around some bits of it but not completely and so it doesn't make school feel like kind of like like the, the, the design of the architecture of the school doesn't feel like you're trapped in. And I don't know, I feel like that feeds into like a mentality of Swedish education. So Mara, where are we now? So we are um, pretty near my where I live. And uh, there's a bar called Södergruvan. It's not a, it's like a piz- pizzeria, it's a pub. That would be the proper name for it. But a pub that does pizzas. A pub that does pizza is very common in Sweden. That's where you get your hangover pizza. Uh, and they do actually a really good pizza. And the owner is really nice. Uh, it's a... I don't think you go, it's not a place you visit because of the good food or the cheap beer. Um, but it's a nice, it's a really nice neighborhood place. And the people are there are, it's always the same people. Uh, yeah, the amount of times I've come to your like your apartment and it's been the same people. Oh, there's a really cute, what is that? A French, that is not. Is it a French bulldog who just came past us? Oh, super cute. I'm distracted. Um, <laughs> yeah, the amount of times I've been like on my way to your apartment and walking past that place and being like, yeah, the same people are there. And that feels really nice because a lot of people think of Soda as like quite a gentrified, mm-hmm. like not just neighborhood, like big, like the whole island is pretty gentrified. Yes. But then it's not to say that those people there aren't like of a certain class or whatever, no, but at the same I, time, I there's something about community. This, this area also, so pretty close to the water, um, You uh, there is a lot of rent, as I said before, there's a lot of um, rental apartments around here. And that, creates like a better it's, it's not as gentrified and the people sitting there are or the the locals they have a, the, the traditional like working class uh as, but it's so nice to see them because you realize that this is where maybe and they're all p- pretty like uh, they're not young <laughs> very young anymore and it's so nice to see that they have uh, um 
a community and they have some place to go. And But it's never rowdy or anything. I think sometimes you hear someone say like, but you said you were going to drink less and you're on your fifth beer. Like, ha, ha, ha. Um, but they, they're always really nice and they always say, I don't know. I know the, the owner. Like the owner always says hello to me when I walk by. Um, but um, but they always always so nice. And then we're probably not going to have time to go because I need to get my train back to Uppsala. But there's a spot where I know like you run and I run like down mm-hmm. by the water that's near here. Um, and it's super like maybe like five minutes running, yes. like less than five minutes running probably. Um, and that's super nice just to like run by the the water that then becomes the sea quite some point and it, like that's really special an amazing view there towards the other side of so then you're not in Stockholm city anymore then you're in Hammarby Sjöstad and a little bit further out you're in at Nacka um, but it's it's yeah it's beautiful to run there it's just beautiful to go up do the hills in the park and then go down and run by the water a bit it's my um, favorite running and running by the water and then they've got a bridge which it like splits in two to let the boats go yeah, through always, and it's really nice. I'm like, the bridge is up! Like. <laughs> um, so just a note, my conversations particularly with Miriam uh, because of the ailments of technology got a little bit lost along the way so I'm just going to give a quick roundup of some things that she also said when we did our tour of Hornstuhl I got lost for this recording um, so she also she took me around Hornstuhl we walked past a cafe that serves brunch which she likes to go to a lot called Verma um, there's no wi-fi there it is a very cozy cafe where there are lots of like sandwiches and like super nice um cakes and desserts and stuff they have wicked cannolis um and it's outdoor seating and it's just by the water which is really nice in the summertime and then across the road she showed me Biorio, which is a cinema which also has a really nice um bar attached to it with outside seating as well it's quite small but it's quite nice before you go to see um, a show at the cinema to go to the bar there it's really really lovely they have uh, studio shows and they have international cinema the Swedish cinema that they do have they subtitle in English a lot of the time as well it's a really nice environment then we walk down to Hornstuhl's Marknad so it's uh, like a food market and it also they have like old vinyls that are being sold old like secondhand clothes uh, things like that um, and it's like this wooden this wooden seating area by the water there's music playing it's really nice and really sad and the recording got written over um for you guys to listen to. We walk past the Baser, which is along that stretch by Hornstuhl's Machnard. Um, and it's like a live music venue. Um, there's a lot of really great gigs there. Um, and we carried on walking and then we walked past Lupen, which is a um, bar which is kind of floating on the water, which is really nice in the summer. We were unsure whether it's open in the winter. So it's definitely more of a summer place. And then we came to the park, which has an outdoor gym, which is really fun. And then you see lots of people. This was a Sunday when we were there and it was a really sunny, crisp September Sunday. And we saw lots of people there skateboarding, walking their dogs, walking their dogs together with friends um, at the outdoor gym, cycling. Uh, So it was really nice to see all of that. And then on the water, there are um, like diving boards going into the water which is really lovely and then that is where our conversation carried on so now i'll actually let miriam take away the conversation 
And it's so nice just seeing people here by the water. You know, like obviously it's like a little colder now, but you can still have a picnic by the water or something, or just sit and read, sit and have a break from your run. Yeah, it's, it's really like that. It's really nice. Yeah. So. And I mean, there are also like in terms of activities you can do here, you can like rent a kayak or a boat here even, I think. So that's really nice. Uh, a nice way to get around Stockholm, like to go around so that you'll get a really nice view of the city from the water. It's not like you're isolated or it's hard to get from this island to other parts of Stockholm. I mean, Stockholm is like that. It's built on like, what is it, 12 or 13 islands. So they've made it work. <laughs> But yeah, here, here's the beach I was talking about. I was swimming here a couple of weeks ago and then a really angry swan came and was like, yeah. So that was a bit traumatizing. Be cautious of the swans if you're yeah. going to come here, essentially. Yeah. So yeah, if we continue this way, we'll, this road goal goes all the way to Skanstuk. So then we come to the other end of Sade, which is a nice road. So I used to go jogging here because it's kind of nice. You can actually, there is like tracks so you can jog all the way around Sade, That's, which is quite far. Uh, but yeah, along the water and back, it's a really nice route. Yeah. I lived in Gothenburg too, which is also... Um, a city it's by the water but they don't have the water is not integrated in the city in the same way at all so i mean for that's i guess we're kind of spoiled in stockholm with that um the access to water yeah. okay so that's our podcast for this time thank you so much for joining sanjay and i thank you to antoine miriam and marit for showing me around their neighborhoods um next podcast um is going to be by sanjay down in the south of sweden uh, so you have to wait and see where he's going to go for that one i might also do an interim podcast about so the neighborhood or like the area of stockholm that we were just at Sera. i might do a little sort of sub podcast about Sera alone like what to do on your own i am there a lot on my own um in cafes in restaurants walking around um and it's like really i think it might be quite nice to see how you can experience neighborhoods particularly when you're on your own but um i wanted to also speak to my own specific experience of sarah alone thanks so much for joining us this is the study in sweden podcast i hope that you listen again soon